Siberian Ballet fans, welcome to part two of Robert Woopter's interview. He is from House of Bambi, does some amazing great work within the DC area, and we've been having a lovely conversation on what his company, House of Bambi, is all about. Just a quick reminder that this was recorded on Zoom, and there is some difficulties with some of our mics, so there's a couple of moments where Robert's voice might go in and out. I tried my best to edit it, um, so that way you can hear the great conversation that we have, but just in case you can't hear something that's really important to you, we have included a transcript. So feel free to click that link that's been provided. Other than that, I hope you enjoy part two with Robert Woofter. Let's get to it. Well, what I'd like to do now, if you don't mind, we have a rapid fire questionnaire. Okay. Um, where basically I just ask you a couple of questions. They can be like really easy or, you know, very out there, or, you know, it takes a little bit more of a conversation. So here we go. If you're ready. Okay. okay. Rapid is rapid fire. Rapid. I mean, not that rapid. <laughs> <laughs> where we are sipping on cocktails and beers. So not that oh, fast. Yeah, I'm going to just start slurring. It's not going to get rapid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. First thought, best thought. Maybe that's the way we should phrase it. What's your second favorite sandwich? Peanut butter, banana, and honey. Oh, oh, okay. I love that. A little bit of sweetness. Yeah, maybe some Nutella in there. If it's like a special occasion, mm. but like the staple would be peanut butter, banana, and honey. Mm. I love it. Yeah. What's your greatest fear? I will not be able Oh, oh God. And that, and that is, that is a, that is a driving force of like, I, I want to be, I want to be proud of what I'm making. And when I was younger, it turned into, oh gee, I hope, I hope I can find something I'm proud of. And as I got older, it was like, no, I'm going to work on something until I'm proud of it. <laughs> it's not going to fall into my lap. Right. Yeah. Oh, and taking that time to do it too, you know, of making something that's really standing i love it um man pull out the heartstrings a little bit oh my god <laughs> i like heard I it even, i was like i didn't uh, even prep for that one that just that was it that came out that was not that was <laughs> not pre-written <laughs> oh my god oh. that's real i think i think that that absolutely is my answer um yeah it's such a good one Fear ballet and therapy. Look at us. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Take another <laughs> sip of your cocktail. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I really did take a sip. Okay. Okay, this is a this is an interesting one. And I, I love the answers that I've been getting so far. What was the very first dance you ever saw? I went to London when I was for Christmas uh, to visit my aunt and we saw the the Royal Ballet do the Nutcracker and so I think that was probably the first one but my parents also tell me about the time they took me to see Alvin Ailey and I turned to them and I was also like four or five and I turned to them at intermission and I said mom how long before I can dance on stage without a shirt on <laughs> That's all I was concerned with. And when I tell you I haven't worn a shirt on stage in years, these are facts. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love how I also, 
also, whenever I've been, we've been talking about this question, it always goes back to costumes somehow in some way. <laughs> oh my God. Also, you, you went to London <laughs> to see the, that's insane to see the Nutcracker. We weren't, we didn't go to London to see it. We went there to visit my aunt. And while we were there, we saw the Nutcracker. It was oh, not a family there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was, got it. It was not a field trip to see the Nutcracker in London for the hell of it. <laughs> I was like, you told your parents age five you wanted to go into dance, and then you went to London, like. <laughs> and they said, okay, well, you're going to learn about dance. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that's amazing. Way to take it to London. Call us when you're famous, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, what was your very first dance? Like that I was in or that I made? Oh, snap. Originally it was that you were in, but you, you can go either way. Yeah, I, I can't remember what, what I would consider like the first the first dance I was in. Um, but the first dance I ever made was... Oh, I'm excited for this. Sophomore <laughs> year of high school, I was very angsty. I was very... I was very out and loud and, and bombastic. And so I made this piece. I also was very invested in dance and this is uh, its own form of toxic masculinity. But at the time I was very invested in proving that dance, uh, that a guy dancing could be like aggressive and, and like cool and powerful. And, I know all those things are true and I'm no longer trying to make dance that proves that. I'm trying to make dance and inevitably the dance proves that. So, um, but at the time it was very fore forefront in my mind. And so I did dance to Evanescence um, uh, and it was, I had red face paint and I had a ripped up um, red Under Armour workout shirt and I had red suspenders and I had jazz shoes and a chair. And I was flinging that chair left and right. I was jumping over it. I was being very athletic. In my mind, I was being very butch. Um, and it was terrible. It was very terrible. And I have it on, on VHS and I need to get it on my computer because sometimes it's very humbling to look at yourself. <laughs> And I could maybe use an ego check these days. So I should I'll take it in. I'll do a screening. <laughs> As you were describing it, I was like, this is the formula of a wonderful dance. I'm so <laughs> Any, it's always anything on paper could be an incredible dance. Like any of the choices you make could end up being awesome. And they weren't for that one but someone could take the like raw data of that piece and maybe make something interesting. <laughs> maybe that's your destiny is to go back, like look at it and, and totally redo it. I love that, like self, self archive. Like I just go back and recreate a retrospective of my yeah. career. Yeah. My, my lustrous career. <laughs> <laughs> that's your 10 year anniversary of House of Bambi is just going back and redoing it. it all of my shitty recital pieces. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> we're just planning your future already. We're doing a lot on this podcast. We're sprinkling, we're planning shows. 
It's great. Therapy. <laughs> we're having therapy. Have a lot of therapy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Do you have a favorite dance step? And this doesn't have to be like glee sod on Chicago, like the whole nine yard. It could totally be a TikTok. It could be whatever you want it to be. Um I have a um, um I have a signature arm move. <laughs> Um, that is, and I'll demonstrate it for you and I'll describe it. So I reach my arms up in a V. This is not revolutionary. So listener, do not think that this is going to be impressive. But my arms are up in a V and I'm going to bend at the elbow so that one hand falls in front of my face and the other falls behind. And then I'm going to go back to the V and I'm going to switch which arm is in front and which arm is behind. And I will do this when I tell you hours on the dance floor. This is all I need. This is all I need to have a good night out. <laughs> Listeners, if you're driving, do not try that. <laughs> Wait till you get home. Hands on the wheel. Hands, Hands on, on the, the wheel, wheel, people. people. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I find myself trying to trying to do that everywhere I go. It doesn't work. <laughs> I don't look as cool. <laughs> um, what is, well, I feel like you already talked about this a little bit. What, what's your favorite cocktail you've been drinking lately? So- Currently, is the aviation that I am enjoying now. Um, and before this, it was the Cosmo. Through quarantine, I got really into the Cosmos. Um, so pretty much since March, that was my go-to. It's just a beautiful Cosmo. I'm really into martini glasses right now. I think is the is the common denominator there. I want something in an up glass. Um, gin mules. I love a mule with gin rather than vodka. Those are my go-to. Gin mules are fantastic. There's a spot in um, Jackson. If you ever go to Jacksonville, uh, Grape and Grain is like this great spot for like mixology drinks and stuff like that. And it, it's a great name too. Yeah, Grape and Grain. They have like a, a front spot where it's very small and like it's right on this little road called San Marco. Um, but then they have a back spot where they invite like blues bands in Jacksonville to play. And it's like this really cool, like old school bluesy oh, spot. Awesome. It's pretty fantastic, but yeah, they make a great gin mule. It's, it's yeah. I love them. They're fantastic. Once the world opens up, I can't wait to go. Oh my God. Yeah. It would be <laughs> great. We can meet in person. That would be cool. We could like take a trip to Washington to dance place. And then go to Jacksonville, Florida, because that's, you know, that's what we should do. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, is there, and I just want to like give our listeners a little bit of how can they keep in contact with you? How can they like help support? Um, anything new that you're thinking about working on? Any, anything we should be on the lookout for? Yeah, I have a piece I'm going to be premiering in June um, that, would have been live under other circumstances. So it's currently going through a reinvention um, that is looking at queer nightlife uh, performers, drag performers, um, drag queens, drag kings, uh, non-binary drag performers uh, that are local to DC. And it's a, what I'm calling it is, uh, the show is called Pantheon and it is uh, these, these 
performers are writing their own mythologies and performing them. And so it's self-mythologizing about the people that keep the party going. Which is much needed during COVID. This is really sad that like originally this was going to be a huge rave with these performers. And now it really is about like mourning the loss of, of their realm. So. Oh. It's gonna, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about it. Uh, and excited for the challenge to figure out what iteration this gets into for June. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, and another way that everybody can keep in contact with you, you have a podcast that- Oh, yeah, so much going on in my life. There's so much going on in your life. <laughs> Also, how do you do that? How do you like have um, all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I have uh, the show in June. Um, and then uh, my husband and I do a podcast with some friends of ours called Race Chasers, plural. That is a RuPaul's Drag Race Fantasy League podcast. And if you look us up, some of the queens who have appeared on Drag Race now have a podcast called Race Chasers Singular. But our podcast has been around for two years longer than theirs. So let it be known that we were there first, but theirs is much more famous because they are much more famous. <laughs> but if you watch, <laughs> if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, it's, we have fun. Uh, it's four, four friends getting drunk and, and trying to create a fantasy league uh, for these queens. So we draft the queens onto our teams and they earn us points. And by the end of it, one of us has won the league which I love this idea, first of all. <laughs> I, I think everybody on Beer and Ballet knows I've been a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race for a while. So as soon as Robert started talking about it, I was like, wait, pause, what? How did I not know that this was a thing? Listening now, subscribe. <laughs> or however the podcast system works. Like, subscribe, subscribe like, all the things. <laughs> And then how else can we keep in touch with you? Social media? I, I know you got the website. We already chatted about that a little bit. Yeah, you can find uh, my stuff anywhere at, at, at House of Bambi. H-A-U-S of Bambi, like the deer, B-A-M-B-I. And that's on Instagram, Facebook. Our website is houseofbambi.com. Try to keep it pretty simple. And uh, easy to find us on all platforms. Which is super important right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, yeah, and then Dance Place, I, I couldn't remember, are they virtual still classes? Yeah. Dance, Dance Place is doing virtual classes. Um, what's been amazing is they uh, have been able to open up their theater to the teachers. So we can go in and we teach and they have the Zoom, the Zoom class all set up for us, uh, which has been great to have that tech support that we just walk in. We get to be in the space, have the room, and and dance with two people. Two people on a big TV screen, which is not quite the same as being in the same room, but is is better than my tiny computer. Tiny computer and trying to teach in our living rooms, which is really tough. Uh, we're all surviving. We're, we're all, all getting surviving. through it. <laughs> we are. We're getting through it because you know we're rocking it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Well. Thank you so much for coming and, and hanging out with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was awesome. This was super fun. Can we do it again? <laughs> Heck yeah, we a can. Part two? I'll part be back. two. Just invite me back. I'll be there. <laughs> I think we need to do a part two. We need to have so many more.
you'll just be a regular. We'll bring you on every week. I think that should happen. <laughs> we'll I never leave my house except to go to go to dance place to teach out of their studio. <laughs> right, there we go. Same here, same. We live in the dream here through the Zoom world. <laughs> But well, listeners, thank you guys so much for checking in and I hope you all have a lovely rest of your week and yeah, see you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>